Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today is the Lord's Day, the fifth Sunday in Lent. And when you come to Mass, or if you just come home from Mass, hearing this, the Gospel is about the raising of Lazarus. I think it's such a beautiful story for us to continue to unpack all week, not just hearing it at Mass, but seeing how many of us can identify with the people in the Scriptures. Let's start with Mary and Martha. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were all very close friends of Jesus. And so this idea of, if I'm a friend of Jesus, how can death still touch our family? For Mary and Martha, they were greatly distressed. They lost their brother. They were spiraling in their grief. And they had sent for Jesus, but he didn't come in time. How often do we spend time in prayer, friends, and we feel that God hasn't acted quickly enough to help us? Our worst-case scenario has taken place. Something terrible has happened. We are in a place that is less than desirable. Or in general, we might just feel that God is not interested altogether. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That's an honest response. A response of faith and trust in God, but also telling Jesus exactly how they feel in that moment. When we spend time in prayer, friends, I encourage us to be like Mary and Martha. The more we enhance a friendship with the Lord, the more we can be totally transparent and open with him. Lord, the cancer hasn't gone away yet. Why not? Lord, I'm still struggling to find the job so I can pay my bills. Lord, no matter what I do to my son or daughter, they're still in their addiction, drugs, alcohol, gambling, etc. When we speak candidly to Jesus from our hearts, it is a form of prayer. Even when we blame God or we're angry with God in the moment, is that sinful or is that okay? What do you think, friends? Could we actually spend time with God and communicate with him our frustration with what is transpiring in our life? You think that God would be upset by that? Not at all, friends. But if we maintain that anger, resentment, and blame God for everything going in our life all day, every day, for the rest of our lives, that's, of course, where it's not appropriate. So we need to ask ourselves the question, how often am I like Martha and Mary? How often am I like Lazarus? Perhaps I might be spiritually dead. Perhaps I'm dead to the needs of others. I'm so caught up in my own world. I'm wrapped up in my own world, literally and figuratively, that I I don't think about others. 
And so Jesus, as he calls out to Lazarus to come out, he's asking us to come out of our own selfishness, our own sense of need for self and start paying attention to need for other. Did you ever consider that Jesus allowed Lazarus to rise from the dead to help Mary and Martha in their grief? That the gift wasn't just to Lazarus as a second chance at life, but rather it could also be his love for Mary and Martha? Sometimes, With joy, we celebrate the fact that God has done great things for us, sometimes personally, sometimes indirectly for others. Have you ever watched an athlete celebrate more for a fellow teammate than perhaps for their own award or their own goal or their own celebration of personal success? Are we willing to have that same joy for others when they may have been blessed by God? Or do we kind of feel jealous or envious because God has blessed someone else? Why doesn't God bless me more? Friends, it's easy for us to fall into those traps at times. Perhaps it took a while for Lazarus to unpack the great gift that Jesus gave him. Perhaps he realized it right away. Sometimes for us, it might take a while for us to understand the great graces and blessings God gives to us. Sometimes it comes rather easily. How often are we called to be like Jesus when others come to us for help with expectations, whether they be expectations we can meet or perhaps expectations they've set that are beyond us? Now, of course, nothing is impossible for Jesus, but yet for us, we understand we are all limited. And yet, given our limitations, the Holy Spirit encourages us to be involved, to do more, to help as much as we can. Jesus' delay in responding wasn't because he loved them any less, but rather He wanted to glorify God by raising Lazarus from the dead and needed to give Lazarus the time. Are we willing to give others our time? Or are we too busy and caught up in our own needs, in our own ego? I'm not going to get involved. Jesus always gets involved and encourages us to commit ourselves to get involved. So friends, as we unpack this very familiar story in the scriptures, I pray that today's homily has either already touched your heart or will soon as you go to Mass. I pray that this podcast will help us to move towards holiness this week as we reflect upon this beautiful encounter between Jesus and Lazarus and his family. May those of us who are also touched by grief find comfort that indeed while Lazarus was raised from the dead, he would die again. But that because Jesus rose from the dead, Lazarus and all of us will live forever. As we mourn the passing of loved ones here in the middle of Lent, friends, and perhaps the cross of grief may be touching your shoulders in a very difficult way, 
May we trust that Jesus wept at the tomb of Lazarus' friend, and he weeps for us too, because God's desire was life eternal for us, and by his cross, that desire has been realized. We will see our loved ones again. As we place ourselves in the story, O God, we recognize your presence in our lives. Help us to see the raising of Lazarus as applicable to every single one of us in the different aspects of our life. Lord, help us as we continue our Lenten journey towards you. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.